0: Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Sophia's classic Everybody Wants to Rule the World. 745 on your gorgeous Sun Thursday morning here in New York City, back on New York's number one talk show. Number one by a distance. By a distance. Why? Well, Joe it 925 tomorrow. Bo Dido, Bill O'Reilly, President Trump coming up in about 20 minutes. And the best talk show host outside of Howard Stern in the business. That's why we're number one. And guests like this guy who's on every Thursday at 740, many, many years on Fox News, radio shows, I miss now his own very successful podcast. He is Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge Knapp, good morning, buddy. How are you? Oh, good morning.
1: I'm fine, Sid. How are you? But, look, no pressure on me. You know who I'm preceding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. you got a very I'm big audience about, right I'm now. Talking about I'm talking
1: about Mrs. Rosenberg. Oh, no. That's
0: who i preceding. <laughs> that is funny you know i'll tell you something trump actually postponed he was supposed to be on yesterday and a bunch of people on my social media said that's okay as long as naomi is still coming (laughs) to your point so thank you for mentioning my mom i appreciate that judge Knapp, look i had arthur idala alan dershowitz and joe Takapina all on the show yesterday all three and all three agree eugene carroll who's running around New York City with a big smile on her face. If you think she's getting $5 good luck with that. She's on every network. Oh, he knows now what he did to me. The jury said no. The jury said she lied about the rape. Now, I know they came up with a number two charge and some money, but the truth is the jury said she lied about the only thing she contended happened. How did she win on Tuesday? She won
1: because the trial was profoundly unfair and unjust. Uh, Judge Kaplan did what most judges would do, but which I never did, which is to allow uh, testimony in uh, by people who have nothing to do with the case and have a grudge against the defendant. So, uh, a. He allowed that Access Hollywood tape to be played five times. That had nothing to do with whatever happened or didn't happen uh, in a ladies' dressing room at Bergdorf Goodman. B, uh, he permitted uh, two other women, each of whom claimed uh, to have been pushed upon by Donald Trump, neither of whom complained about it at the time, neither of whom went to the police, neither of whom uh, sued him, utterly unbelievable, one of which happened 40 years ago. So New York has a rule and the feds have a rule, it's a damnable rule and I never followed it. Sometimes I was reversed by the appellate courts called prior bad acts. And it permits the judge to exercise his or her discretion and allow uh, the person suing or the government that's prosecuting to tell the jury about other things the defendant did which are embarrassing, inexplainable, not good, to tarnish the defendant's reputation. I never permitted that in because it has nothing to do with the case at hand. Judge Kaplan permitted all of that in, and I believe the outcome will be reversed and a new trial will be ordered, and it will be ordered before another judge which will be a slap in the face to Lou Kaplan.
0: Agreed. I know uh, that uh, Marano was telling me earlier, Caitlin Collins had an impossible job last night. That's nonsense. She followed the script. Joe Tacopina, he had an impossible job to try to win a case in front of Kaplan and a New York jury, and he did just that, getting rid of that rape allegation. Now, okay. on, the, on, on the other case with Alvin Bragg, uh, Tacopina told me on this show yesterday that they're looking to move that to federal court. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I don't think that will succeed. Uh, I never heard of moving a criminal case to federal court. You can move civil cases to federal court uh, if the federal uh, cause of action and the federal jurisdiction is more appropriate. But the feds are not going to try uh, a state criminal case. But let me say a word about Joe, not just because he's been my friend for 15 uh, or 20 years. His cross examination of Eugene Carroll was textbook. I mean, So good that law students will study it uh, in the future. He absolutely demonstrated the highest art of cross-examination, one of the finest modern cross-examinations I've ever uh, seen, uh, and that caused the jury on the essence of her claim. The essence of her claim was that Donald Trump raped me. That was the first question her lawyer put to her in her first answer. "Miss Carroll, why are you here? I'm here because Donald Trump raped me. A week later, the jury unanimously rejected that. And the only reason they did so is because of Joe's utterly brilliant cross-examination.
0: I couldn't agree more. And then I was told there were, there were jury instructions. And it kind of goes like this, Judge Knapp. If, in fact, rape is yes, then go to number four. I'm not sure what number four is. If rape is no, then go to number two on these jury instructions. What happens to be number two? Sex abuse. So it's clear to me that this jury said, look, he didn't rape her. Odds are he's telling the truth, Trump. But but we can't let Donald Trump go unscathed. Go to the next one on the list. And the next one on the list is literally Sex abuse, and they trump up a bunch of charges. But as uh, all three attorneys told me yesterday, any decent appellate attorney will have this case thrown out, dismissed, and she ain't going to see a penny.
1: I think you're right. I mean, unfortunately, it'll mean another trial, but it'll be a trial before a different judge uh, with different ground rules. You know, the greatest judge in New York uh, history, uh, Benjamin Cardoza, once said justice is determined – by the personality of the judges. He's right, but that's wrong. He's right that it is determined by the personality of the judges, but it shouldn't be. It should be determined by the law. The trial should be fair. It shouldn't be a reflection of what the judge thinks uh of the uh of the defendant. I I don't know anything about Judge Kaplan's uh politics, but it's obviously obvious from day 1 that he did not like an absent defendant. He didn't like this defendant, yeah. and he felt this defendant uh, needed his comeuppance because of uh, political reasons, and and that's just not right uh, in in America. Well, that, that's yeah. not the system that we yeah. have in this
0: country. Right, you say political reasons. All you have to do, like everything else in life, Judge Knapp, is follow the money. If you know who funded E. Jean Carroll's defense, this is another George Soros. Same guy, same guy. So don't tell me it wasn't political. I do want to ask you about George Santos. They unsealed the indictment yesterday, 13 charges, everything from money laundering to fraud. I mean, serious, serious stuff. What do you think he's facing? Well, he's
1: facing 20 years in jail, uh, Sid. And uh, just reading uh, the indictment, the the charges are profound uh, and and, uh, substantial. Now, look, he's innocent until proven guilty. Uh, The people on the east end of Long Island are entitled to have somebody in Congress uh, representing them. He does vote uh, loyally and consistently with the Republicans uh, uh, in the House. Unfortunately for Kevin McCarthy, he's only got a four-vote majority. He can't afford to lose uh, Santos. That's the political side. The legal side is he's going to have to defend himself. I don't think there'll be a trial. He'll uh, plead guilty. Uh, he'll go to jail. He'll resign uh, from Congress. The people in Eastern uh, Long Island will be out without a member of Congress for a while. When somebody resigns from the Senate, the governor gets to appoint a replacement immediately. When somebody resigns from the House, you have to have an election. Now, you can't have an election immediately because first you have to have a primary and then you have to have a general uh, election. Uh, but the case against him uh, is a very, very strong one. Now, your listeners should know none of this has anything to do with anything he did as a congressman. All of this is before he was in Congress. All of this has to do with his patterns of lying and deception, uh, cheating people out of money, cheating his own uh, benefactors and donors out of money, if if what the feds say is true. But the feds have to prove their case uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. I don't know who's representing him, but my opinion, my guess is. Guilty plea pretty soon, uh, a plea bargain.
0: All right, 60 seconds to go. You're, you're always really great. I mean, great, judge now. What a perfect guy to have before the president comes on. But one of the things CNN and MSNBC have beaten Trump up about this morning is that he said last night that he will pardon, and very quickly, a lot of the January 6th rioters who are rotting in jail for doing nothing but uh, approaching the Capitol building. That's the truth. As he pointed out, on any given night, In the summer of 2020, whether it was Antifa, whether it was BLM, those people, those people killed people, burned down police buildings, beat up innocent people. Those were the people who committed insurrections, not January 6th. So he said, yes, I'm going to pardon some of these people. I had no issue with it. Did you? Oh, absolutely not. Look, the essence of a pardon is not
1: justice. It's mercy. It's the belief in the heart of the chief executive that these people, under these circumstances, just like he did with Roger Stone, just like he did with Paul Manafort, just like he did uh, with that old lady that was serving uh, 30 years because her kid gave her marijuana. Oh, that was uh,
0: Alice Johnson. That was a good job by Kim Kardashian.
1: Right. Now, he and I discussed his pardons many times and at length, and he has a big heart, and in that heart uh, is a merciful place. And he will exercise uh, that mercy.
0: So So in the the last 30 seconds, I know that you've been friendly over the years, Judge, with President Trump. I know he's listening right now at Mar-a-Lago as he gets ready to come on with me. What's your message to President Trump?
1: He is the most courageous president in the modern era. He is the only one who has the courage and fortitude to stop the deep state from destroying our freedom and to stop America's forever wars from uh, depleting our treasury and taking the blood of innocents. And only he, only he can do it. This is the reason so many people, I among them, love him.
0: Well, I love you. This was a great conversation. It is every Thursday. I want to thank you so much for hopping on this morning. And we'll do it again next week, Judge. Thank you so much. Can't wait to precede your mother. Never mind, Trump, to precede your mother again. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to love that. My mom right now is smiling ear to ear because just so you know Judge Knapp, she loves Trump, she loves you too. So thank you. There he is, folks. Judge Napolitano, 7:40 every Thursday morning. That wraps up a pretty good hour. Great hour, in fact. Bobby Beans from Goya. Judge Napolitano had Frank morano earlier. Now we start the string. We'll go backwards first. Bo live in Studio 905. The great Bill O'Reilly, the ratings getter of the week, 840. My aforementioned mom, Naomi Rosenberg, coming up at 825. But coming up in about eight minutes, the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, with me, say, exclusively right here on Talk Radio 77, WABC.